whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 14, episode 6, You Drive Me Crazy. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Can you see it? (laughs) I can see it now. (laughs) Maya can't sleep because of her cam slash miles nightmares. Jack reveals to Imogen that she practices polyamory. Imogen, who is usually fine with the abstract, is honest with Jack about wanting monogamy. Not at first. Yeah, not at first. Frankie finds disturbing comics on Hunter's computer. Sure. We did it. I guess that's fine. The episode is called um, You Drive Me Crazy, which is a 1999 song by Britney Spears. And an excellent movie and a great music video and an amazing song. So good. Everything about it is great. It's and amazing. It's perfect. Um, and I guess Miles is driving Maya crazy. Yep. Um, Jack is kind of driving Imogen crazy. And I don't know. Frankie is bullying people. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? All right, we're going to get into it. Um, okay. So it starts off with a, my, a, my, a PTSD Miles on the balcony vision nightmare thing that Maya is having. And then she like wakes up screaming and Zig comes in and is like, you have a nightmare again? So this has been happening for a while. And then he sings her Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and that was it's very sweet. sweet. Yeah, I like Zig. Yeah. And then also Zig is like, you probably need some help. And Maya's like, nope. And we're all like, yes, yes go the to whole therapy episode. I'm like, this girl needs help. Yes. <laughs> she needs to talk to somebody. Where is Miss Sauve? Yes. Also, in honor of Maya, I did go to therapy today. There you go. Not actually, but in honor not of on, her. Not in honor of her. No, I, I went. <laughs> but you did actually go. <laughs> I went because your girl needs help. But <laughs> I did think of Maya and how she would have benefited benefited for sure from some therapy. Um, she should have worked with Janice. Oh, and he also like offers to... like let her borrow his Kanye collection to get her mind off of Miles or something. Um, I can't remember if that is here or if that is later. I think that... I couldn't hear what he said. I thought he said cognac. And I was like, that's very high end. For he said Kanye. <laughs> um, and then the next day, Maya's asking Zoe if she can be a cheerleader and Zoe says that she has all the coordination of a drunk hippo, so no, but you can crash some sweet mashup tracks for <laughs> the cheerleading oh, team. Man. That's like one thing I remember about dance team. Was like or power mash- cheer. Yeah, it was like mashups were so important. Yeah. So important. They had the little sound effects that you could do, like little moves or like yell a thing. It was like, it was very intense. And I remember my freshman year of high school, we did one that I remember had um, passed that Dutch by Missy Elliott in the middle. Nice. Yeah, which was great. It was, it was actually like a really solid mashup. But <laughs> I was like, I just, I was like, this is probably not appropriate. Like, because it was like the past the Dutch part. And I was just like, this is a, this song is about. People don't know what it's about. Smoking weed. People yeah. don't know what it's and about. we did like a whole 
it's the it was in mean girls it was like that's gonna be the reference that most people will touch on pretty mean girls though that's true this was 2005 mean girls it was 2004 oh (laughs) then i just didn't see mean girls until like 2006 i saw mean girls in theaters with allegra i think i saw mean girls on a bus on my way to a field trip nice um yeah i'm pretty sure carly my cousin like when sometimes when we would make each other burn cds she would sometimes put like like one of her cheer mashups on one or something good. yeah and they, they, I, actually i think my friend kelly put like a dance mashup thing on one of my burn cds and i don't even know if she had anybody who cheered in her family yeah they're kind of great they remind me of did you ever listen to girl talk no Girl Talk was this, like, was big in, like, 2009. I think it was, like, a mostly, like, New York thing. They were big in 2009. I've heard of them, but I never listened to them. It's, like, they're, like, just, like, DJs who do, like, crazy, like, mashup stuff. But they're really good. Yeah. Do you remember Super Mash Bros? No. I listened to them sometimes. They had some good mashups. Mashups were a thing for a while, too. Yeah. Also, like... Glee really like Glee really mashup thing. Yeah, brought that into the mainstream. <laughs> also, it just makes me think of all of the mashups we hear in Bring It On. So many. Second oh, man. episode in a row where we talk about Bring It On. <laughs> I love that movie so much. It's so good. And they put in fucking what's his face's song. Oh just yeah, just what I need. <laughs> yeah, which is actually a real song by um. Oh god, what's his name? Rufus King, I think. No idea. um but yeah so maya is hired to do that and miles is not in class and maya's like where is he what's going on and immediately starts stalking him on social media and is not focused on the task at hand like a mad woman she needs help she needs so much she's like obsessing um but then we're with jack and imogen who are talking about eyeballs and then I don't remember what is said, but I think Jack says like that. I I love that about you or something, or that's what I love about you. And then Imogen is like, I love you too. And Jack is like, Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's awkward. You don't want to get a thanks. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. High five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I love cake. Was that what for that 70s show? What oh, yeah, yeah. I think it is. I love cake. <laughs> um, and then we're with the mean cheerleader girls who Frankie hangs, hangs out with. And they're making like mean memes about yeah. what's her name? Arlene. Is that her Arlene, name? Yeah. Um, but Frankie is worried about like their computer science assignment or something. And I've stumbled. Can you read what the meme said? Because I didn't. I didn't know. I couldn't remember. I don't remember. I was going to, like, rewind. No, I was watching it on my TV, too, so it's harder to, like, do that with the Apple remote. So I was like, eh, it's lost. (laughs) It's lost now. Bye. It was, like, I don't think it was, like, super mean. It was was stupid. It was, like, that moment when something. It was, like, something like that. I don't know if it was actually that. I've stumbled across my first of probably two fashion notes, which is Frankie's floral dress was nice. Um, Grace is wearing a mesh shirt with like a red tank top 
that she wears once in a while that's exactly an outfit that I used to have. <laughs> um, Imogen wears like a comic book skirt. It has like pow. It's like a very pop art comic booky. Yeah. Um, she also wears this like hot pink outfit situation. I think it's a part of the same outfit. Probably. Yeah. That's literally all I took notes on. Um, Frankie's wearing this black floral shirt, which is kind of a thing that I've been leaning into, like black with the floral with floral on yeah, top. I like that. Uh, it's a thing. I'm into it. Um, also, I it's taken me up until this point for some reason, but Eli's hair is so like I want to say like 2006 ish, like when it's everyone had fluffy. like the surfer boy yeah. hair. You know, it's very Paxson. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's not as like stuck to his face yeah in the way that i think it was in 2006 but it's a little fluffier yeah it's not well it's not like too like emo boy ish yeah but it's it's kind of like it's kind of like when every dude grew their hair out including like the jocks because the jocks didn't do like the the yeah i know but like it's like a little more stuff is he's got some product in it oh yeah it's like grown up that yeah yeah he does look a little bit like he's trying to get like into a pop punk band like <laughs> a little bit um i don't hate it i don't either i think he looks great i'm on board <laughs> i'm surprised i didn't take an eli's hair looks great note because i usually do um that's all i mean i'm done yes same okay and then i get and i guess the mean girls are like you should ask your brother for help or something and i don't know yeah. And then we're at cheer practice and my Oh wait, they also Did they say Oh no, wait. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're at cheer practice and Maya's not paying attention. And my next note is Maya needs therapy desperately, but I think she's just like she's very preoccupied and worrying about Miles and I think she's still stalking him on shit. And then she, like, runs out of the gym or something. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. She runs to, like, check the balcony thing. Right. Area. Oh, I found I, – I, it was before. Um, Frankie – not Frankie. Uh, what's what's the pink girl hair's name again? Lola? That sounds right. Lola, always just really careful with her words. They're talking about, like, how they can't do, like, the, the assignment because they have to go to cheer practice. And then Lola's like, oh – are you like upset about it since Zoe kicked you out for being a prude? God. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Frankie's like, no, because I quit and it wasn't kicked out. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, these girls. Um, I don't miss high school. No. And then Grace and Zig crash Maya's down spiral and they are offering her help to relax. And I, much like Maya, assumed that they were going to go smoke weed. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I didn't think. I was like, oh, I don't know. I wonder what that's going to be. On to the next scene. <laughs> I felt like it was implied because they were like, we're going to help you relax. You're going to feel chill. I felt like they were like kind of laying it on thick <laughs> so that you would be like, lol, when you found out what it really is. half paying attention to what was happening. Um, and then Frankie, well, I still, I could not remember her brother's name until they said it like later because I just wrote, Frankie wants her twins help with computer <laughs> science. <laughs> Um, Hunter's really left Hunter. an impact on you, hasn't he? <laughs> I, like every episode, his like every episode he said, I'm like, oh, Hunter, and then it just leaves my brain <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> like the twin. I mean, to be fair, he has not really been in. He's had like one other 
storyline yeah. that he was kind of involved with with the Becky thing. Remember that? Oh the, man, like World of Warcraft love. Hilarious. Um, and he's like judging her friend choices, and he's like, "I'm not gonna help you when you're stupid friends with your homework." Bye. And yeah. honestly, he is accurate. He's yeah. like, your friends are assholes. They're mean to you. Why do you hang out with them? Yeah. He, like, asks for that many times in this episode, which, which is completely fair. Yeah. And I feel like not uncommon for high school girls. No. I definitely hung out with people who were, like, openly mean to me. That's high school, man. Yeah. You just want to be accepted. You're like, I'll take what I can get. Whatever. Oh, it's, oh, it's just the worst. It's a real bummer. Um... And then she snoops on his computer, and he has a comic about, like, hating cheerleaders on it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's I guess basically we find like out a- later that it's maybe more violent, but I don't know. Yeah. She did not read the, in its, in its entirety. Um, And then Imogen is talking to Jack. And I guess talking about like the love, she's like, I know I said it, but you don't have to say it. Like, no pressure, blah, blah, blah. But and if you do say it, you should say it now because I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then Jack is like, we should break up because um, I don't know if I believe in monogamy. I don't know if I buy into the heteronormative idea of romantic love. And I'm Polly. And I didn't want to say anything because I weren't sure if you were too. And I was like, girl, if you're Polly, you have to be upfront about that yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> That's like a part of it. Okay. So I I have opinions on certain people who tend to identify as Polly because I feel like the, I just I know certain men that are like that, that I'm like, you're just an asshole but (laughs) but I do like recognize it as like a lifestyle choice I do have like some friends who are poly but there's just some part of like like intellectually I understand but there's like some part of my brain that I'm like cannot compute like that doesn't make any sense to me as a personal choice yeah I don't yeah I mean yeah personally I know that I could not do that but I recognize that some people can do that and they make it work but I think it's very confusing and could get messy extremely quickly if not everybody is on the same page, which I feel like it's such like a nuanced thing that yeah. I don't know if everyone could always be on the same page. It just no. sounds so complicated. There's so many rules. Like, I feel like if you're going to go, I mean, for me, like the closest I could get to something like that is like what Dan Savage refers to as monogamish, <laughs> which I feel like that, like, that's like people who've been together for a really long time and then they have like very specific rules about like outside hookups but you don't do relationships yeah like I feel like being it's really hard to be in just one relationship yeah like it's really fucking hard bringing a whole other thing into it it don't like don't don't make me date two people that sounds like a goddamn nightmare dating one person is like work it's, it's a lot yeah it's a lot I don't know man but Jack I guess is Polly apparently and Imogen is like, I'm so cool with that. You don't even know how cool She's I am like, with oh that. Oh my god, I am too. 
like, I'm so glad you said something. You should have said something earlier. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, poor Imogen. I like felt this so hard. I was like, oh, I've definitely been like, I'm so cool with a casual relationship. That's really what I wanted. I'm so happy you brought it up. Love it. Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was it was casual the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally dating around like, sure. I've never been there, but I, but I get, yeah. No, I totally have. Yeah, no, I like, I totally didn't delete all of my apps, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's a fun time. Fucking men. (laughs) Um, But then we're with Grace, Zig, and Maya, and they're doing Tai Chi in the park. And Grace hacks into Miles' face range to prove to Maya that he is fine and she reads his messages and he says like oh I want to kill myself or something in the message and yeah. Maya's like hey Sazer wants to kill himself and like goes insane yeah and Zig makes the I think it was Zig makes the very valid argument that it's like people say that all the time people say it constantly it doesn't mean he means it and she's like well sometimes people say it and they mean it which is also true yeah it's a it's a real fine line it's yeah. a fine line to toe and also we're from the outside, it's a lot easier for us to be like, Maya, you're being nuts. But yeah. I'm sure from the inside, it's, all it's extremely uh, understandable. Yeah. But she's like, she's full spiral. Like, I recognize the spiral. I get it. Like, once you get fixated on something and it's you, like, become turn. obsessive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it is. It's hard to, like, pull yourself out of it, which is why you need to go to therapy. Yes. So you can, like... Find, like, personal tools to help yourself pull yourself out of a spiral when you're having irrational thinking, Maya. But also read, like, context. Like, I'm sure there was more to that message. Like, I'm sick. It sucks. I want to kill. Like, it's like he's, like, read the message. She only read two messages. She read, how are you feeling? And he said, I want to kill myself. Yeah. Like, maybe just, like, scroll up a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. Or how about this? Don't hack into Miles' face range page. Yeah. And then oh, they're breaking into his house. Which is also crazy. But I, I, sorry, I have one follow-up question that I just realized I wrote down. Why does the park have Wi-Fi? How are they hacking? Maybe Grace has a hotspot. Okay. I buy that. <laughs> um, and they're breaking into Miles' house and he's sleeping on the couch and is, he's sick. And Maya's like, is he dead? Oh, my God. And he's sick. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And then she brings up the message. And he's like, how do you even know that? Did you hack into my thing? And then Tristan comes in and is like, oh, hell no. Back up my BF, bitch. Which and is extremely angry. Which was pretty funny. Yeah. But he's like, I have a head called you lunatic. Like, Yeah. You need to get out. Like, what are you doing? This is insane. And I yell again. Myra... Myra. Maya needs therapy. <laughs> I wish her name was Myra. Wrote, She'd just be an elderly the, Jewish man. Saying, <laughs> saying her name, I was always re- reading the word spiraling. <laughs> Maya is spiraling and needs therapy is my note. Um, <laughs> Redubbed Myra. as Myra. Myra. <laughs> That's her name when she's spiraling. Myraling. Um, Winston is worried about Frankie. And he, she shows him the comic about murdering cheerleaders. 
And she's they're like, oh, should we tell someone about this? This is scary. And then they're like, she's like, we need more proof. It's so stupid. It's like, read the whole comic, people. Yeah. Just like read the whole message. If you're going to snoop, at least get context. Honestly. And then we're at the dot where Eli officially works now. And Imogen is asking him on a date because she's Polly. <laughs> she's like, I'm Polly now. <laughs> Can you just, go on a date with me? <laughs> also, I don't want to have sex with you yeah. at all. <laughs> And Eli is telling her that staying and lying with Jack is obviously the worst idea ever. Yeah. And also, he's not interested in going on a non-sex date with someone who is polyamorous because he has recently been fucked over. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I don't love the idea of dating someone who is dating someone else (laughs) for obvious reasons. Also, those two have weird history. (laughs) Real weird. Oh, man. Sometimes I kind of forget yeah. about how weird their history is. Yeah. Imogen started off real batshit insane. Yeah. Oh, man. We really hated her. I mean, she was a harmful person. She was. And was not healthy for Eli. I stand in by that the moment. hate. I stand by the yeah. hate. Plus, she was really annoying. She, like, stole his medicine or made him not throw away his medicine. Yeah, it was, it was bad crazy. news. I did not care for that. Um, No. And then she finds out that Jack is on a date with another girl. So she's like, ah, screw this. I need to tell her how I feel. Also, all right. So she finds out that Jack is on a date with another girl because she, like, posts a selfie or whatever. Yeah. And we do find out that she is not on a date. Kind of. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Either way, who's posting selfies from, like, a first or second date with someone? <laughs> That's so stupid. I would never. High schoolers? I, even then. I'm even like, then. What? I would never have the audacity. <laughs> like, let's take a selfie. I just met you. This is That's, going well, I'm, right? I'm, like, hesitant to take selfies with people that I've been in a relationship with for a long time. Yeah. I mean, you I get don't a really selfie. take selfies you, yeah. anyway. But even it's, like... No, on a first date, like, what up? No, no that's, that's crazy. Weird. I feel like the only way that you would do that is be- if you were, like, actively trying to make someone else jealous. Yeah, probably. Like, that is the only time I could see myself doing that is if I was being real manipulative. Yeah, being real <laughs> shitty. If I was being a dick. Like, I want somebody to see this. Yes, it would um, be pointed as hell. Oops, I did I accidentally direct message that to you? I meant to post it to my story. Exactly. <laughs> my hand slipped. Um, and then Frankie and Winston snoop in Hunter's room. And I guess they do they discover more of the comic? I don't know. Because I think Winston is like, Hunter's not psycho. He's in love or something like that. Oh, yeah. So basically they like read more of the comic yeah and um and like they it's so and they find out that like he's like doing this to like protect uh, arlene, arlene. <laughs> sure um and they're like oh he's just in love and and like like and he, also, he makes the zomb- at least he makes the cheerleaders zombies. he makes the cheerleaders zombies and they're like and he's the hero in this comic, and the cheerleaders are the villains because the cheerleaders in real life fucking pick on Arlene, and he, like, wants to save this poor girl from these mean cheerleaders. And then, are we at school? I don't remember when this comes... Or he comes in and catches them? I don't know. He says... He, like, some... for Like, somehow, Hunter is here now. And he's talking to Frankie and he's like, it's okay to be mad at people, especially when they screw you over. And he's like, 
basically like grow backbone like why are you friends with mean people yes also so like my understanding i have no idea the timeline of anything ever on this show i think they're in his room i think they're in his room and he's like why are you in my room and then he like gives her shit about being friends with mean people which is valid yeah okay and then we're with Imogen, who's dropping in on Jack's dance studio and, like, confronting her with her feelings. She's like, I think you're just scared of commitment, and you use this poly thing as a front so you don't have to get close to people. But I like you, and I think we should try, and blah, blah, blah. And then we find out that Jack is teaching a children's dance class. In the confusing space where they also openly smoke weed, I'm so lost. I guess it's a dance studio, not an art collective, but it's definitely the same location. It looked different to me. I think it was just at a different angle. It looked different to me, but I don't know. I don't know. And then Jack's like, and then I think, and then Jack's like, I think you should go or something. And then... Zig is freaked out by Maya, who got blocked from Miles on all social media. And, like, she, like, fully melts down when she realizes she's blocked. And, like, she has, like, a full-blown panic attack. Yeah, and then, like, Zoe drops by and is pissed at her for flaking. And then Maya has, are they in, like, the library or something? Something like that. And then Maya, yeah, and then Maya has, like, a full-blown panic attack and needs a therapist. I write in all caps again. I just, I mean, the theme of this show is everyone needs to go to therapy. But Maya especially, like, I think, I remember they tried to do, like, grief counseling for her for, like, one minute. But, like, they clearly did not stick to it because she did not have any sort of fucking breakthrough. She got no closure on this. No, not at all. Um, And then Imogen is back at the dot to wallow with Eli. And then... Eli's like, if I can be real, love's a lie anyway. Let's, like, watch movies and, like, wallow together or something. Which is honestly all you want after a breakup anyway. It's like, yeah, no, Misery does love company. Yeah. Let's eat some food. Let's watch some shitty movies and cry and eat more food. And then Jack calls Imogen and is like, you were right. I am scared of commitment. I want to give monogamy a try or something and then Imogen's like great I'll come meet you and is like gotta go Eli sorry which is like real convenient for television and also if someone tells you that they're polyamorous believe them don't be like you're scared because usually they're just polyamorous or want to continue fucking other people yeah definitely And yeah, I guess, J- and Jack is like, I move around so much that I never wanted to get close to someone. I'm like, did we know that about her? I don't know. Guess we do now. <laughs> um, and then Maya's having the same m- nightmare again. And Zig is like, and then like wakes up screaming and Zig comes in again. And he's then finally, he's like, I think you need help. And she's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fucking no kidding, guys. Welcome. And then she's like, I'll call, like, I'll talk to my mom tomorrow. And then the last scene is Frankie, like, walking into class and, or somewhere, and not sitting with the cheerleaders. And then she goes and sits with Arlene and is, like, talking up her brother. And, like, he's, she's like, Hunter, why don't you switch seats with me so you can show Arlene this whatever the fuck thing? 
and she's being nice and that's the end of the episode and it's very weird it's a weird ending but it's kind of sweet she's like a wing woman for her brother and yeah because she finds out that arlene's into comic books and she's like oh me too and then they talk about comic books and she's like hunter show her your line work and he's like (laughs) okay like i don't know and then she looks very self-satisfied like this it ends on her just like smugly like grinning I'm like okay buddy like don't get too ahead of yourself you were picking on this girl yesterday (laughs) yeah and then that's the end of the episode um spirit squad captain is there one maybe zig for being a good friend to Maya yeah I would go with that um I don't know Eli for hanging out (laughs) for being a like a someone for Imogen to wallow with, I guess. Sure. Ship? I don't really care about any... Maybe, trials. Miles and Tristan, because Tristan was taking care of him when he was sick. Yeah. Um. I guess, I guess still Frankie and Winston I'm still kind of on board for. They're fine. They're like just kind of nothing. Yeah. Which is fine, because they're not annoying. <laughs> like a lot of people on the show. Um. All right. Grapevine. All right, we have one tweet. <laughs> Hooray. All right, so we actually have multiple, but we're reading one. Um, since y'all find uh, this is from Danielle, uh, since y'all finally got to the point where Spinner pops up in season 14, did either of you notice Spinner doesn't have a wedding ring on? I was convinced that him and Emma divorced and she ran off with Sean, LOL. Honestly, wishful thinking, and I did not notice because I am bad at paying attention. Also, I'm taking notes. Yeah, no, did not even cross my mind to look at his finger. <laughs> during that scene <laughs> literally <laughs> forgot he was married to emma <laughs> always forget that he's married to emma <laughs> to be honest i don't really remember the th- like the like reunion throwback whatever episode did they say if they had kids or not oh god i don't think they had kids but they definitely talked about them being married like em- was emma i don't think emma was in the episode but Spinner definitely was. And I think he talks to Mr. Simpson and is like, hey, father-in-law or something like that. He does talk to him and he does call him father-in-law. And it did make me uncomfortable and sad. It's so weird. How are they still together? Nobody likes this. Not even the actors like it. They're like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. She should have been with Sean. But instead they're like, but he still had her project from the school science fair in season one. It's like, what? What? Isn't that the one that gave him, like, boners? Yes, it was. <laughs> like, how is their romantic moment a throwback to the boner episode? Why? It's so weird. I don't get it. Can we also... It's, it, also, it's not even, like, the weirdest, like, B or C plot on this show. Do you remember the chips? The Pringles one? <laughs> he was also involved in that one, though. <laughs> Spinner's involved in all the weird ones. The chip plot. Do you think that was sponsored by Pringles? <laughs> no, because they never use the word Pringles. They just talk about chips. <laughs> Oh, God. Why was... Why? Why? The show is so dumb. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you can rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fanfiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my um, weird uh, photo stock account, y.stock, W-H-Y dot stock. Um, I'm going to recommend a period drama that I've been watching recently called Versailles. It's about the court of Louis the Fourteenth, And fucking a Degrassi alum kind of is in it. It's super strange. But... Um, remember Kelly, Emma's college boyfriend? Oh, fuck, I forgot about Kelly. Yeah, also the guy named Kelly. Not confusing yeah. at all. He plays Chevalier. <laughs> oh, great. Great <laughs> casting. Fantastic. Good choices made all around. Honestly, I can't picture him doing anything but, like, weirdly playing my body on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> on, like, the quad. Didn't he play frisbee golf (laughs) i think he did but no he's got like a big old wig and is like sassy and is fucking chevalier de la ron in versailles incredible amazing aka the king's brothers lover so if you if you want to watch that aspect of it that's in versailles otherwise it's also pretty entertaining so far what about you? Um, I'm going to recommend a book that I only kind of, I'm like, I'm only like 100 pages in. I like should not even be recommending this yet. But I like it so far. It's called Spoonbenders. It's by, looking at it now, Daryl Gregory. Um, it's about this like weird family of like psychics of like varying degrees or fraud levels um it's got like fbi and like i don't know it's it's just it's really good so far i don't know it's like a weird it's weird it's good i highly recommend spoon benders cool um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today sorry this is a shorter episode but it nothing really happened um <laughs> I feel like that's like the motto of season 14 sorry but nothing happened like the pl- I feel like the- all of the plots have just gotten way more low stakes am I wrong you're not Other- wrong. I mean I don't know they're very unbalanced episodes yeah because it's like the Claire stuff which is big but we hate Claire so it's really hard to get <laughs> yeah. into it we don't like Claire or Drew or anybody so that's really tr- like tricky or like I feel like the the Maya stuff is really intense but it's again it just goes back to like the girl needs therapy and then it's like the Maya stuff is intense but then it's like Frankie found a comic book on Hunter's laptop. (laughs) But isn't that like kind of the nature of Degrassi? It's like very, very serious, like peppered in with like absolute nonsense. Yeah, it's definitely a return to form of sorts. (laughs) It is. Honestly, it's kind of reminiscent. Like when fucking Mr. Simpson's entire cancer was a subplot. Oh my God, the whole time. I just noticed your Nick Carter <laughs> postcard on your bulletin board that I gave you, and he's just like staring into my soul. <laughs> he's pointing because he loves you, girl. <laughs> and he really respects and appreciates your support. 
I'm sure it says something like that written on the postcard too, because I know all of them had like weird sayings on them. Yeah, it's something like that. I think it's like literally like thanks for the support, girl. Peace, Nick. <laughs> is he holding a rose or is he just pointing? No, I think he's just pointing. He's just pointing, so you know that it's for you specifically. <laughs> yeah, that's he's singing about me. I'm the you in the songs. Yeah, always. Yeah, I don't care who you are. That's me. <laughs> so matter of fact, yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, I don't know how we got here, but we added like another two minutes to the podcast. So you're welcome. <laughs> just nonsense. At this point, this podcast has just been us hanging out. We're literally on your bed just gabbing right now. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> and also sharing a microphone because Kelsey's died about a good three quarters of the way through recording this episode. It's honestly a miracle that we caught it like right in time. There's just a point where I was like, oh, I'm not making any sound. I really hope we just caught it and that it had been going like back and forth the whole time. Because if that is the case, then sorry guys, it's just going to not sound great. Um, but all right. Thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Goodbye, Panthers.